Shalom, my daughter, Esty Rosenberg, the head of Beit Medrash Lenashim, the head of Beit Medrash for women in Migdal Oz. Shalom, Le'ima Shili, Dr. Tova Lichtenstein. Four and a half months have passed since Simchat Torah, October 7th. We're still at war. I'm not sure we see the end of it. And a lot of challenges. And we want to discuss today the strength, the challenge, the experience, the the koach of tefillah, of davening in these days. And I really want to ask you what changed. How is our davening these days? Esti, how's davening in these days? Davening in these days is the one thing that gives me hope. It's the one thing that I hold on to. It's the one thing that I think I can do really to help the war. They're fighting and I'll daven. You need both. With fight and davening without fighting doesn't work, and fighting without davening doesn't work. You need both, and so that's daven does for me. Davening does for me many things, but the first thing at which I was surprised was how just davening in a shul, going into a shul, and seeing all the people there, I have a feeling that I'm together with Knesset Yisrael, and it's not a tefillat yachid. It's, it's not my only prayer. It's a prayer of the individual. It's a being part of tefillat tzibor. And I understood from that why in, in, in the Gemara it says when there is an eight sarah, when there is a time of danger and a time of war, a danger probably, they, everybody in town goes out to the town square and they daven in the town square. And that's what they do on a Tanitsi boar. And so I have the feeling when I come to show that the whole community is there together and I just come to my seat on Friday night I don't go to show during the week I come to my seat on Friday night for Kabbalah Shabbat I sit down and I begin to cry because now I know I'm in a safe place and I, you need in every war in every, prob, in every time of Sarah you need a safe place and so the first thing I have to say about Tefillah is that I find davening with other people very, very, very supportive and helpful and comforting to me. You started that that surprised you. So I want to maybe share something else that surprised me about Tefillah. And I think it was a big gift. It didn't only surprise me. It was a, a big understanding in Tefillah that I think will continue on, really continue on. We'll continue on in my day-to-day davening. In the beginning of the war, the, be- the, the first you know, reaction of Jews is, Tagidu Tehillim. And then they say, and then all these WhatsApp groups, you know, Sifrei Tilim, open Tilim, and when a soldier is injured, they say, Tilim, Tilim, Tilim. And I was walking around in the first week of the war, and I just couldn't, I didn't find my comfort or my power for davening in saying, finishing another book and another book, another Sefer Tilim. I found it much more in concentrating differently and lighting up to myself words in the regular day-to-day tefillah. In Shmonaisri, people are understanding that the the day to day tefillah that I say every day is so relevant to the situation. When I say in Shmonaisri, Al Chayeno Amisurim Beyadecha, Vanishmoteinu Abkudot Lach. To see that I used to say that for years, three times a day, but now when I say that, I really understand what I mean. And I think about my sons and the lives of the soldiers. And when I say Vichol Arisha Kula Kerega Toved. והזידים מהרה תעקר ותשבר ותמגר ותכניהם 
תשפילם במהרה בימינו. It's a correct davening against the evil people, against the Hamas. I can literally see the Hamas and the evilness of the Hamas. And I say to myself, here it is in 18. And we ask for a tzemach David avdecha meherat atzmiach, or geula. And I really found that here it is. Dafka tehilim, something in a funny way. People are so used to say tehilim. Even in tehilim it happened, but people are so used to say tehilim for someone who's sick. But the truth is that tehilim is full of wars. David HaMelech wasn't hospitalized as much as he was fighting wars against his enemies. And people found the same thing happened to them within tehilim. We used to, so used to say tehilim. A lot of my friends found that here the tehilim was lit up for them in a new light. Maybe I'll talk about one more davening that I found very powerful. Avinu Malkeinu. Avinu Malkeinu is connected to Yamim Noraim, Tetani Tzibur. And here maybe something in the war is so connected to Ta'ani Tzibur, to the, the feeling of a, of a tzara, and also connected to Yamim Noraim, the feeling of Deen. But just opening Avinu Malkeinu in the first week of the war and saying to myself, wow, this is exactly the words that I was looking for. And they were so direct and they were so powerful. Avinu Malkeinu batel machshavot soneinu. about enemies, or Avinu Malkeinu, Kale Dever, Veshvi, Umashchit, Veavonu, Shvi, right, the kidnapped. Shvi is, and like, I always used to say that Avinu Malkeinu, and think about, oh, people once were kidnapped years ago, but no, now we had someone to daven about. And, Nekom Nikma Dama Vadecha Shafuch, or Selema Narugim Hashem Kodshecha, I literally felt that Avinu Malkeinu was written for me now. And the truth is that I still, 150 days, and I'm still saying Avinu Malkeinu, every mincha, every shachas, and even when I'm in a big rush, <laughs> and I have to go, and I would like maybe skip, you know, Uval Etzion, I'm not going to skip Avinu Malkeinu. I find that Avinu Malkeinu is the time in the day that I concentrate in understanding that a Yeshua, as my mother said before, we need the soldiers, but a Yeshua, we need a Kadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the time in the day that I can stand and think to myself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're not forgetting that we need your help in this war. And davening today is very meaningful for me, but not so much the Tehillim, in a different way. And I hope this present will continue on for me. I'm never going to relate, I think, to Avinu Malkeinu in the same way in the years to come as I, after, as, since because of this war, I would always, Avinu Malkeinu will always trigger me in a good way back to these days. find that davening is is a more effective way of me to pray for every for the success of the soldiers the success of the world I'll tell you a secret I say till him a lot I say till him a lot many many years ago someone in our family was sick and I began I said oh I'm gonna say till him and I began saying till him every day and then I thought to myself oh this is a wonderful thing I have a family I have children grandchildren I'll say till him and then maybe this will help us in some way and the rabbinish alim should accept my till him as a bakasha for all of my grandchildren and And so Tilim for me was an everyday thing that you do for the normal everyday things. And then I turned... Atisha Tzadika, really. I'm retired. I'm retired. So I have time. It helps, it helps the family to know that you finish every week every the entire week. book of Tilim for... But, but I, what, what spoke to me during, what speaks to me during the war is the davening. But it's not only Avinu Malkeinu. 
It's even simple things like in my room, when you say in the first bracha, I think to myself, yom is the good and Lila is the bad. And if you do that every day and you make a difference between yom and Lila, then maybe you'll make a difference between good and bad here and you'll help us. And so even in the everyday davening, just you said, words jump up and you hear them and you hear them differently. And then I begin looking in the sitter. Listen, if this is this is an eight summer, I have to find something to say. And I found in the beginning of the sitter something that's been there for centuries and I just never looked at it. And that's after Birchot Hashacha, there's the Akedah. And you know, I don't, I, now I realize why it's there. I realize why it's there. Because after Birchot Hashacha, before you daven Psukei de Zimra, you have to ask for Rachamim. And so I began looking at it, and I was surprised what I found. I found a tefillah that says, Rebono shalolam yehiratzam ufanecha, shetisko brizavoseinu, kamosha kavash avramavinu was rachamav kibben yechido, v'tikaneis itanu lefnim mishurad dinecha, v'titnahegi mano ha-shenu kainu v'midat ha-cheseru v'midat ha-rachamim, v'tuvcha ha-gadol yeshuv haron apcha. Please take your anger away from us. And if Avraham Avinu did the Akeda, so we're asking you Beschus there. And then there's another one it says, that says, Zuchor lanu et avat ha-kodmonim, Avraham Yitzchak v'Yisrael, v'tabrit shechadah. You should remember the Brit. And then there's the whole section of which, of the Torah which talks about the Akeda. And so the Akeda's Yitzchak is a ongoing Theme and we have gotten to the stage that we now don't understand it, but we're now having the same test that Abraham Avinu had, and so going to Davin is a Davin those parts that connect us to Abraham Avinu and the Akeda, and those are very very meaningful things that no matter how many times you say it, every time something else hits you and says oh, and I think when you see the pain of the people that have lost children, they really are And those are the parts of the davening that I... I would suggest that everybody do it. I think it is, it is a, a, a powerful experience. I think what you're saying is more than that even, that you, you're davening longer now. Oh, much, you have much, much more longer. time. You have, to, you have to free time. You have to make time to daven, not only, not only as they say, mitzvah anashim ilumadah, as we get used to bum- mumbling the words of the davening, I think you exp- you're expressing here something which I want to pay attention to, that you sit and you, the regular shacharit you find within shacharit, and it takes much more time to to say it, to say the words of shacharit, and to f- look at places in davening that we used to skip the, skip them. I can say the same thing about shiratayam. I sometimes when I was in a big rush, I used to skip Shiratayam. And now I wanna say Shiratayam. Why? Because I find in Shiratayam the strength of a Kadosh Baruch Hu fighting our war. I see Moshe Rabbeinu, I can literally imagine Moshe Rabbeinu standing there and after Kriyat Yamsuf, which was a, we jumped in, but a Kadosh Baruch Hu was there first. And then, and I can imagine us say, saying Shira in the end of this difficult Time and I really find Shirat Ayam that I used to sometimes skip because I was late. Now I really say to myself, 
I want to say Shirat Ayam. Shirat Ayam gives me strength. Esti, what you're, what you're saying is the same thing happened to me when it comes to Tachanun. I don't know anybody that likes Tachanun. There's an old joke that if a guy knew how happy a Jew was when it's a bris and he doesn't have to say Tachanun, that he would be misguided because that's a joy that no one has not having to say Tachanun. And so nobody likes to say Tachanun. It's long and it's a lot of words. Anyway, I began to say, I say Tachanun, but I didn't like it. And I said, one day I was standing there saying Tachanun on on a Monday. And I said to myself, Wow, this is exactly what's happening to us. The, this was re, these were written by people who suffered and, and were in pogroms, and it, and it goes back, I guess he says, to the, the crusades, on and on and on and on and on in the Arab countries and the Jewish countries. There always was a pogrom, and they wrote this, and I say tachanun, and I say it, and the words speak to me, and I stand there and I say tachanun, and then... When it comes to, on Monday and thir- Thursday, you only say, you say the, the, the short Tachanun, but you add on to the Tachanun, we say the Mikutzar, and you add on, and there is, in the old, in the Tachanun, one second, Habeit Mishamayim Re'ei, Kayinu La'ag V'Keles Bagoyim, Nechshavnu Kitzon L'Tevach Yuval. And I think of the massacre on on October 7th, and I think of the massacre in the half Silvance, and then I think to myself, we were at Son Litifka for one day, one day, a day and a half, two days, not longer than that. And then we came back and we fought, and we are no longer at Son Kitifka, now we are more like David Amelech fighting, fighting, or, 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 or Shaul fighting. Or, well, and I, and I find great comfort in that. But all those words, which were so meaningless to me, have now become very meaningful. And you know something? I like Monday and Thursday. <laughs> and you know something? You're also right. I have to put away a lot of time for davening when it used to be chick-chock, as they say in Hebrew. Quick, quick, you daven and you go. You can't quick kick daven and go. You have to daven. And I think that's one of the good things that you have to daven. The parallel of davening, of tachanun, in every day, in a similar way, which I also find very meaningful, is avarachamim and Shabbat. And we had Rosh Chodesh, and we had Shabbat Mevarchim, and it always says to you to skip Avarachamim. And I want to share with you, in Alon Shwut, I'm probably in our shoes in Israel, in the past 21 Shabbatot, Avarachamim was never skipped. Even if it was Rosh Chodesh, no, we said it on Rosh Chodesh, we said it on Shabbat Mevarchim, because it's just, the situation is, Kilot HaKodesh HaMasrun of Shem HaKadushat Hashem. And he used to think, I know, it was the Holocaust, and it was Masei Atzlav. We thought that was history, Avarachamim. So if we only had a Simcha, we skipped Avarachamim. But now we can't. Even, I think because we want to remember, we want to feel that we remember Beri and Kfar Aza. But also because I want to say in the end, Arnino Goim Amor Kidam Avatav Yikom. I have a need to say Avarachamim 
because it's so relevant to our lives today. And I think that it's very powerful to understand that it's also very that things are continuing. It makes you feel hopeless. Yes, it's a, it's a bit hopeless. I feel a bit hopeless. But even though I do feel a lot of power that the davening is there for me. And Esti, I found a tefillah also. For years, people, I remember when I was a child, my grandmother used to say, Vayitan lacha. And it wasn't in any sitter except for Rabbi Yaakov Emden sitter. And I, and I would say, what is she saying? And it sounds to me something that grandmothers say and no one else. Well, a few years ago, someone said to me, and as a matter of fact, it was one of my sons, that it says in the tour that if you say, uh, it brings divrei bracha. And so... I thought about it and said, oh, you had so many pages. And after, after Havdalah, you have to say it after Myriv, and it's long, and I, and I got to clean up the kitchen and take the platter off and put away the candlesticks. But when the war came, I said to myself, listen, I'm looking for something to say that's different. And so I opened up Bayitem Lacha, and it is the most beautiful, wonderful tefillah. And it just starts, I'll just read the first Pasuk. And once you read that, it is a combination. It is a, a not a combination, it's a compendia of many, many psukim in the Torah that, that bless us. And it says, it begins, And I read that, and I say, Hashem will bless us, and we will be fine, and we will maybe suffer, it'll be a long way, but we'll make it. And I continue to read the rest of the psukim, and they give me courage, and they give me strength, and I see all the bracha that we could have, that we hope we will have, and that God will give us. And that's one of the things that I find very inspiring. I already said that you have you you made yourself a lot of time for davening since the war started. But you are not a tzaddik. But I say them differently. So I think until now we were discussing different types of tefillot that lit up for us. Day-to-day Shemona uh, I mentioned Avinu Malkeinu, Avarachamim. You spoke about Tachanun, Viten Lecha Elokim. And I think that's a gift that we give when we have time and patience and we pay attention to the davening. But four and a half months... Can we still dive in with the same passion that we dive in in the beginning of the war? And sometimes on day to day, when I say I'm willing to be 50, 60% to mumble the tefillah. But I don't want to mumble, Shira Malot Mimamakim Karatiha Hashem. You know, Esti, four and a half months is not very long as people count time. Our expectations of war, you don't remember the Muhammad Atzmaud. And I did, wasn't here in the Mohammed Atzmo. I wasn't death. born. You wasn't born. Okay, that's what I mean. You don't remember. Okay, you didn't okay. experience. And it's a, and it is, um, it was long. And, uh, and so I don't think that four and a half months is so long. Uh, I remember, I remember the Second World War was years. I was 39 to 45. I was along. And we got used to the Six Day War. And even Mohammed Yom Kippurim was short, it was six weeks. 
and four and a half months isn't long. However, four and a half months is long when you suffer, when you worry, when you lose, when you're afraid. And so I think the, your question about how do I we dominate after four and a half months is, is a question that we have to say to ourselves, four and a half months isn't long. It's not long. And we can do it. And even if the tefillah turns into shigra, that's also okay. Because I think you'll remember Rabbi Mital and the Nerach, what are the Nerach? The Korban HaTamid is brought twice a day. And it's not, uh, it's not a Musafim and it's not a Shlamim and it's not Chagiga and it's not the Korban Pesa and it's not the Seyala Zazel that's going every single day and saying the same thing over and over. And if we go every single day and say the same thing over and it's not the way it was the first time, and it's not the way it was, it will, it, the davening on Yom Kippur. And it's not the davening when on, 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 on Erev Rosh Chodesh when we have Yom Kippur Katan. It's not, it's the Shigra. But that Shigra is Avodat Hashem Neto. And so I don't think you should be afraid of it. And if you dive it in once in a while in the Avina volcano, all of a sudden, one, one Avina volcano strikes you. You say, oh, and another Avinu volcano, and a third one, that's good enough for that day. And so that's that's what I can say to you. I'll just share that in the Bet Midrash, we say every mincha to Prokim and Avinu Malkeinu. And one of the students came over and said to me, it's okay when my regular mincha is like this, but I, if I was a soldier, I wouldn't want them to, I would want someone to, to be screaming, to screaming every day for me, not not like this. We had a lot of discussions with the students, the students trying to think to ourselves, should we change? Should we, like, you know, I was thinking of Amital, as you said, but even though we really wanted to, to make sure that during the war, our davening would be deeper, I don't know, better, renew itself and uh, having the ability of finding the energy every day. And one of the students said to me, this is our daily paying attention to the war. And we can't give up, even if it's hard. We just have to... The bottom line was not to change, but to make a bigger effort. To make a bigger effort. To make sure. Maybe to learn the perictilium we say before. Maybe to, 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 to add something. But the bottom uh, conclusion of all the discussions was it's hard, it's difficult. The soldiers also... <laughs> it's hard and long for them too. If they can fight as long, we should... Try to keep our davening in higher levels, even though it's a routine of the davening. But, but it was an interesting insight to, to say to ourselves, what I'm willing to do for my Shmonesre, I'm not willing to do in the work. And, and do have higher expectations for ourselves. But I was also moved when she said to me, this is my daily half an hour paying attention to the war. And if a daily half an hour, it's not that we don't pay attention more than that. But I think this is reflecting a larger, a bigger question in our life, which is a, for a different discussion. How do we, how do you keep four and a half months of war and going back to work and going back to day to day life and not all day just being involved in the war? Something in myself, we had this discussion now about four stages in the past four and a half months. 
And I felt that something in myself, can't say I missed the beginning, but I missed the beginning because in the beginning it was so clear that I have strengths to dive in, that I'm completely involved in what's happening, that there's no nothing else that I have to pay attention to, that I don't have to go to work. I can just be completely concentrated and it doesn't always work like that in day-to-day life. So the challenge of thinking about the soldiers, thinking about the kid, the people that are kidnapped, thinking about the families that are far away from their homes, the mefunim, the chatufim, and combining that in our regular life, zenachon batfila, but it's also right in day-to-day life. But in the tefillah, we're trying our best, I can say. And I think what we wanted to do in this short discussion was to give you insights at different parts of the tefillah that maybe you can lift yourself up and say them differently and just litpalel biyachad gam shashem yachus veirachem vegam that our davening and this this small insight that we have for ourselves that we have for ourselves every day we'll go with us we have now during the war we'll continue on for the rest of my life that I'll still I'll say al chayenu am sorim biyadecha and my mother just pointing out to me, "B'toch v'iten lechai lokim mital hashamayim yesh amalacha goeloti mikol ra yevarech et anarim v'ikare b'emshmi v'shem avotai Avram v'itzchak v'idgul arov b'kerav aritz." Maybe the most important thing: make time for davening. It's uh, something you have to invest in. Toda, thank you.